Right, what have you got to say? Well, I have not introductionized yet. Hello and welcome to the Live Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. I'm Chippy. I don't know, uh, we're going to have to, when I come over, I can't come over on Tuesday. Joe's, something's come up in our marriage, which comes up quite often. I was supposed to come to your house on Tuesday. Oh, right, yeah. We've put this in the diary. Let me guess. Last time I Yeah. You've got a very important meeting. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, sorry, but my meeting's already in. And he was like, yeah, I could zoom into mine. But I'd rather go. And I was like, how, what? Why? Who? And and then we had this really annoying conversation where I was like, well, yeah, I think you should just zoom into yours because he was like, it's in Manchester and I have to stay overnight because it's more cost effective than me getting a return ticket that same day. And I was like, we could just zoom in and it doesn't cost you anything. And I'm going to a meeting. So he was like, oh, yeah. But then I don't know what I'd say. And I was like, you say my wife's having a meeting. Then the world carries on turning. Mm. And so we go back because the thought was about this the whole time. And we had a very annoying conversation today where he was like, so is it OK if you cancel your meeting? And I was like, well, option one, I cancel my meeting. Option two, our children just don't get picked up from school. I think I probably will go with option one. And he's like, and I said, it's just really, you know, sexist way to live and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yes, I can see how it appears that way. And I was like, <laughs> no. <clears throat> If you use that language to yourself, it becomes my fault again because it appears to me like I've interpreted the situation wrongly. And he was like, uh, oh, no, you're right. It doesn't appear that way. That's exactly how it is. So, I've been very bossy from my boffist. Started on a bit of a rant there, didn't we? That was very good. I have got two. Also, you're wearing yellow, which I'm always very jealous of because I can't wear it but also I just noticed <laughs> you totally match my book <laughs> my glasses look like the headlights on that car well I was like that looks familiar if Gemma was in car form she'd be a little I think that's a Fiat yeah a Fiat 500 a little Italian Fiat 500 with a man accent yeah. Get out the Get way! Out the way. coming through. Just because I'm little doesn't not mean I'm powerful. <laughs> um, I have had a time of it. I have had a time of it this week. Okay, tell us. Talk us through. How how's how's it going, Jim? Is that your end? That alarm? What's that? People. Yeah, it's, it's is a it people, isn't it? I hate you. Well, I'm using myself whilst you talk. Oh, no. So, I don't know if you've watched the news, Chul Chips, about the petrol situation. Are you all over it? Do we remember about the whole exercise thing where I just sat by a window and shouted at people who took up running? Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel dangerously close to that, but with our local petrol station and a megaphone just shouting at people so so when it all kicks off my mum goes my mum is never one 
she if she can dramatize the situation she will to the nth degree right i don't know where she gets it. i don't know where i get it from like i don't know where i get it it's from. so weird because you're just so undramatic i'm just so chilled um and and she was like this was like this was last week she's saying you need to get petrol i was like i don't i've got i've got half a tank i was like what? how does she know like, what? Like, no you need to get petrol I'm like, okay, I've watched the news. So I watched the news, it's like, no, it's fine. I won't need to get petrol. It's fine, mom. So I didn't get petrol because I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people. I've yeah, don't be one of those people. I've got half a tank. I don't need, I wouldn't normally fill up. Um, I now have no petrol. And I keep going down to this petrol station at the end of my road. I've got 40 miles, right? And I keep going down to the petrol station at the end of my road. Um, that's normally, it's like run by a really nice old guy who's just really sweet. He looks so stressed. The queue out of that is just ridiculous. Anyway, I did manage to get into the queue. Didn't realise that they didn't have diesel. They only had petrol. So I was in the queue. You don't have a diesel car, do you? Yeah. Is that, oh. Is that sure. one? Is that bad? So I didn't realise they didn't have petrol. Um, they only had unleaded, right? Whatever they call it. EC. Normal petrol for people who care about the planet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I am safe. I did have a look at electric vehicles, but I am not a millionaire. Also, they didn't do it in the fancy. They did. They did. Anyway, With that's the cream different. leather seats. That's a, well. It's just a different story altogether, Chippy, which I'm not willing to go into right now. Anyway, so I'm in the queue, and I was in. Although I was in my car, I was being manhandled by men in vans trying to push past me. I'm like, oh, goodness, I wound down the window because I'd queued on the left hand side of the road. And people were, they were trying to, they were trying to, they were coming down the other side of the carriageway and trying to quickly nip into the front of the queue. Do you know what I mean? And I was at the front. Of the we were like, that's not, no, that's not what's happening. No. That's so I wound down a window with this guy who was in a fruit and veg van. And he wound down his window and went, oh, I'm not going to push in front of you. And I didn't say, because I didn't. What are you doing get, then? Because I didn't want to get into an altercation. Oh, but you are going to push in front of all these other 20 people behind me. And I said to him, I actually don't know if they've got diesel. He went, oh, I need diesel. Shall I get out and look? I was like, yeah, you go out and get out and look. So I'm like, I'm getting out. Anyway, so he comes back, he goes, they've got no diesel. And then the guy behind me in the van goes, how can we trust you? And I was like, I feel like I'm in an episode of Mad Max. Like, what the hell? And then like on my Facebook, local Facebook group, they're selling petrol. They're selling like, I've got 10 litres of petrol who wants it for 20, 30 quid? I, I, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. But this is like, we just tell you this. My dad, being the, the adorable person that he is, who goes around in life with his eyes shut most of the time, oblivious, said, I got petrol today. So I said, did you? Well done, dad. Well done. Yeah. I think I did something really wrong. I was like, <laughs> So he'd completely not seen the like 30, 40 minute queue waiting to go into Sainsbury's. And he just went round the roundabout as if he was going into the supermarket, the store itself, just went round the roundabout, straight into the, into the petrol station, straight onto a pump. 
funny. He said, I got out. He said, and I suddenly realised what I'd done. He said, as I got the hose in the thing, as I started to look about me, you know, as you look around when you're refilling. He said, but then I thought, sod it. <laughs> so I said, but then what yeah, did you do? You're going to go back in your car and go to the back of the queue. Nobody beeped you. He said, I fully expected to get beat. No one beeped. He said, someone did come out and say, how long have you been in the queue for? So he said, so I said, ages. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see my mum because of the petrol situation. It's, it's really awful. annoying. Um, I don't understand. I oh, I fully had something to say about the petrol situation. It's just gone. Oh yeah, my mum. My mum managed to get petrol uh, through supernatural forces. She queued for ages, and. Um, she prayed to my dad to to get her she was like Richard I really need I really need some petrol uh and she said she got into the petrol station and everyone went you know when they queue up behind people at a pump Mm -hmm. and she was like I went to the one right at the end that everyone thought was just diesel and they were out of diesel and they were out of super unleaded but they still had unleaded petrol and there was no one there and like that was your father giving me some petrol I was like Oh, but he totally would. He'd be like, "Come along, Lizy, off we go, get some pet." I was like, "Well, I don't. I'm not sure he's gonna do the double, so I'm not gonna risk it." <laughs> Daddy, you're on your own, Chiffy. You yeah. got yourself into this mess. Um, it makes me so cross. It's, and I don't often argue with my mum, but we had a proper argument about it. Uh, that, that deteriorated into uh, whether it's to do with Brexit and whether reading the mail online is acceptable. I had the same argument with my mum. Like everything has happened, it's because don't tell me it's Brexit. It's not Brexit. It is, mum. She was like, it's COVID. And I was like, COVID and Brexit. Yeah, I didn't say COVID wasn't involved, but you can't say it's not nothing to do with Brexit. She was like, well, it's not. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she was like, well, you don't read the papers. And I was like, you read the mail online. And then it just went downhill from there. And then she, at one point, she went, so do you. And I was like, I, 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 have you lost your mind? I've never read the mail online. At one she was point. like, so do you. It was like arguing, you know, when you argue with a child and they're like, and you, or they just start saying what you're saying. I was like, but no. But this, I, and I had that irrational child thing where I was like, I'm going to send her. 10 years worth of my internet history I'm going to print it off I'm going to make a spreadsheet of it and I'm going to download it so she can see that I've never been to the mail online but I was like you're 38 stand down up until like about five years ago my mum because my my nana my mum's mum used to get the daily mail delivered every day yeah right and then after she'd finished reading it, would give it to my mum. So my mum would say, oh, I don't read the Daily Mail. I just This happens it. to arrive in my house. I just read it because when my mum's finished with it. So yeah. like, okay. And for quite a few years, my mum would like cut out, helpfully cut out articles and post them to me. You know. <laughs> so she was spreading it. Like, Technically, you're reading the Daily Mail. See, so that was I say, see, I told you you shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z parenting style or something like that I was like okay and the end I was like eat mum and I just burn them straight away they go straight into the log burner so you're just wasting your time you're wasting a stamp you're wasting a stamp nothing worse than how to get to a person of a certain age cut through you're wasting a stamp oh I've stopped yeah 
<laughs> oh, now you've hit me where it hurts. I sort of, I'm really cross about the petrol situation and I'm the same as you. I'm not getting any petrol. It's easy for me because I live in London. So I, I actually need some. Well, no, but that's what I mean is that we have less than 40 miles. Like, but we, I don't think we have to go anywhere for now. But also, obviously, we're in London, so there's loads of buses, tubes. I was supposed to come and see you on Tuesday until it turned out I married an idiot. And I yeah, could, you wouldn't have and I'd be getting the tube and then getting the train and then walking because you can walk to the station for me. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I deliberately wasn't ever, I was like, as soon as I heard about the petrol thing, I was like, well, we're, we're just, we're the last people that need it anyway. So there's just no point in me getting it but then it was just the fact that my mum was like I really want to come and see you and the boys because she hasn't seen Jack since he started school and um I really want to come and see you and the boys and blah 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 but I can't until I can safely get petrol and then I was like I haven't seen my mum for ages because of Covid and now I can't see her because everyone's getting petrol did you see the joke about the Spice Girls yeah I saw that <laughs> Go and say it because no, it's not everyone. Okay. Which Spice Girl, Gemma? Yeah, can still get petrol. I don't know, Chippy. Which Spice Girl can still get petrol? Jerry can. <laughs> Did you see? Um, I know when I saw that on yours, I was pissing myself. I was like, huh, "What have you had to drink?" I was like, "Nothing." Oh, I was like, "Chippy said something funny." Did he I'm like, "No." It was just funny. Oh, it was good. And I, did you see that picture of the BBC reporter called Phil Mike Phil McCann? That can't be true, <laughs> can it? <laughs> that can't be because I saw that and I was like, "That's someone with their computer editing." I don't know. Has anyone googled him? Let's Google him right now, live for the laundrettes. Phil <laughs> McCann. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh someone put congratulations. No, he really does. He's really called Phil McCann. He's delighted social media users. Uh, he's he's he couldn't even uh, Phil McCann. Oh my God, he's like a modern day celebrity. There's a picture of him looking sort of, you know, that picture that parents do when you you told them the same joke eight hundred times in a row, and they're like, <sighs> he's looking like, yeah. I had I was bullied at school for being called Phil McCann and now and now the whole world has cottoned onto it thanks yeah fuel fools fools. (laughs) is that what we're calling them the fuel fools yeah I was listening to the radio this morning and someone came up with a line I can't remember it it was like not was it better than yours you had a real week of coming up with incredible oh it was amazing it was like you know who I think are really talented headline writers joe used to do that joe used to do that and he said he works with someone who used to come up with loads of famous ones like loads of really well-known ones and he said joe's like it's really funny though because in that building where they're all there to come up with slogans and names and headlines there's one that they're all like, oh, if only, 
oh, if only that one's a genius, if only we'd come up with that one. Can you guess what it is? Give me something, give me a clue. It's biscuit related. No. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Why that one? Because that one, literally, like everyone knows that one. If you like a lot of chocolate, ow. <laughs> what was that? It just the hips on the face doing yeah. the dance. Do you remember it? Does. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. If we have like very different childhood experiences. Biscuit, join our club. Do you remember it? I don't remember that aspect of it. But I remember different. <laughs> I think you need to make a video of that for oh, Instagram. Like, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just some sort of dance. Laundrettes, let us know. Do you remember a dance? No, I don't remember. A clap, you used to do a clapping game. A, a hand clappy one. Yeah. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. And then you go up. I just remember. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Now she's doing like, she's like Mariah again with the hands. Um, but that's the one that they will wish they'd come up with because it's just, everyone knows it. That's my little fact for you. It's so really annoying me now. I can't think of that line. But yeah, so it's been, it's been just really annoying. And I went and I, I did my click and collect from Aldi on Saturday. I can't Can you get food delivered to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get the kids to school. <laughs> That's the thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't really be bothered. And I can't walk. It's a, it's a nine mile thing down an Avery, like an a big a road no pen. there's no buses there's no buses there we could get a train i'd have to go on the train and then it's like a 15 minute walk from the train station to the school and then back on the train so I mean, to cool. be fair Gemma, better than homeschooling yeah no that's what i mean like <laughs> i will do it um i said to the woman in aldi i was like three years ago you'd have been like oh no i'm not doing that They'll stay at home. They'll just, and now we're like, it's to be shards of glass for eight miles. And then I've got to swim with angry lobsters for two, but we'll do it. It'll be fine. As long as they get into school. Yeah. And I said to the woman, we haven't, we haven't got any chicken. We haven't got any, no, 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 no. And I was like, why? Do you know, everyone's been panic buying. And I said to her, I can't cope. I said, my nerves won't cope. I am not doing that again. And the poor woman was just looking at me and saying, I just took it all out on her. I was like, it's ridiculous. I'm not doing it again. I refuse to be involved. Were you like, do you think she's like, oh, we had that Gemma Bray, the organised mum in. Lost her shit about the, she says she's not doing it. I went to the hygienist yesterday, which is a special type of torture. I hate it. Anyway, um, she it said, It feels Hello. amazing when it's done though. I just can't stand it. I just, it's just awful. And she went, hello, how are you? And I went, I'm fine. And I went, actually, I'm not. I'm thoroughly naffed off with the universe. And she went, so have I, come and sit down. And she like lives two hours away in Dartford. And she was like, it's, it's took me two, like twice as long as to get into work this morning. I'm just sick of the whole thing. And I was like, can you please not take it out on my teeth? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, can you please get this out of your system? 
<laughs> and, like, she'd stop every now and again and she'd get a little towel and she'd like dab where like where I'd dribbled nice and gentle and then I said to her I really like how you're nice and gentle with that and then you go Ooh. I mean she sounds like she's thoughtful no, she is she's, she's really she's really really funny like I couldn't wait to get out of there and I had my hand on the handle she's like okay so what remember what I said and I'm like yeah she went you're not listening to me I was like you've just got to have to let me go like I just uh, this is awful <laughs> I hate this room I've mentally left, so I mentally checked out. <laughs> but yeah, so it's not it's not great. I mean, I'm, I fell down a bit of a rabbit hole um, on the internet. I ended up on some Canadian preppers YouTube channel. That's some scary shit. If anything's going to give you anxiety, it's that. So I soon clicked off that. You know when like you go down a wormhole of videos, and you go to yeah. recommended. And it was like, what life will be like in the first 90 days after a, after a grid collapse? And it's like the first 24 hours. This is your golden yeah, window to decide whether you're going to stay in your property or whether you are going to evacuate somewhere else. The first week. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So my brother-in-law is a survivalist. Oh, is he? He's the clever and... one. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you'd call him clever. The um, no, the, the the physicist. No, 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 no. That's my <clears throat> that's my sister's husband. Right. Who's frighteningly clever and very sensible. He's also so, a brother-in-law. He's also a brother-in-law. This is my husband's half brother. Right. Okay. He's a survivalist. Okay. Okay. And he, sorry if he listens. I'm not sorry. Uh, he has a house up a mountain in Spain so that when the zombie apocalypse happens he will disappear to his solar panelled house up a mountain in Spain did he go for Covid? <clears throat> no he stayed in Hammersmith I was like this is the closest to a zombie apocalypse that you're ever going to experience and you stayed in London and then it turned out that all the survivalist friends they all ran out of food <laughs> because their crops weren't growing and all the farmers went and quickly nicked all the petrol so they couldn't get any petrol so they were all just stuck up mountains with no food and no petrol and it just for some I'm sorry if there's any survivalist laundrettes I don't wish harm upon anyone but it made it just brings a bit of light into my life every time I think about it I would love to be I would love to be I don't think it's for me I'll tell you why um, I found a dead pigeon today and ran off I don't think I have survivalist instincts I'd love to be like the Lara Croft of the forest like going through like cutting through sweat undergrowth and like making a fire out of nothing and like you are literally like Margot in her in her boiler suit tucked into her wellies that would be what it'd be like I long for a boiler suit and um I just I was just, I, I actually thought of you and I thought of the laundrettes when I sort of went flapping up the lawn going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But what do you expect? So I'd have to pick it up. I mean, I have um, no problem with that sort of thing. 
uh, my children once thought I was a celebrity because we were in the park. It was really hot. We were in the park next to our house with all the, it was the last day of term. So all the kids from all the schools were in the park. And basically there was a huge group of them standing around something. And eventually I was like, oh, I'm going to see what they're looking at. It was a dead rat. <laughs> and so they were like, oh my God. So I went and got a poo bag, dog poo bag, and then picked up the dead rat and put it in the bin. And my children were just like, it was like I was Lara Croft. But if I had a dead pigeon, in my dogs would roll in it. They love nothing better than something's entrails to have a good roll in. So I just have to, you, like, does Eddie not immediately go and have a little? I don't know now. So I would just have to get a, you just get a Sainsbury's bag, any, any shop, don't want to limit ourselves, <clears throat> Ocado, Tesco's, Aldi, Morrison's, any shopping bag, put your hand in, pick up the deceased animal, pull the bag over the other way, pop it in the bin, wash your hands, have a cup of tea. The worst is when the See, dog... You know what, Chippy? That really birds and they don't kill them but they really maim them so then I have to dispatch them and I the older I get the less I like doing that I used to not bother me that much but now I'm like oh I've got oh, to go no. and stand on its neck it's horrible oh no that's why I've got a helicopter going overhead checking out the petrol situation it's probably one of the government evening house you know evening house I do know it, yeah. About 10 minutes down the road. And they go over in their little helicopters and land. <coughs> their little, little baby helicopters. And they got, they're all right for fuel. <laughs> yeah. They are all right for fuel. Find out, um, they'll have fuel on, on the thing. What? Nip down there. They'll have diesel on site. Watch Evening House? Yeah. Mm. Just nip along. So do you know um, who I Do you know what I did today? What? I did, I did my dad's CV for him. Did you? Yeah. Why? Well, because all his life he's worked, right? And he just can't cope with retirement. Not working. No, he just can't cope with it, right? It's just not good. Um, so he's he's a he said to me yesterday, he said, Jem, come with me. This is the CV that I've been handing out. I was like, right. I said you've been actually giving this to people <laughs> yeah and so it was an old cv from about 10 years ago that he'd crossed things out written all the stuff and had photocopied and i was like i'll do you another one <clears throat> so i was writing it out and i said to my mom has he got like a nice picture of like a headshot just so that you know just just to put on it and she's like oh i'll take one she sent me a picture of him sat in his chair in his pajamas <laughs> few Christmases back he got a job you know you know what complex the trolleys from around the car park right he got at that at Christmas time right bearing in mind that he's a cantankerous old northerner right yeah and he got he couldn't cope because he just kept saying to these people will you pop the trolleys back in the trolley store that's what the do huh why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you put them back where he they belong? Sick. He was just sick. And ever since then, like whenever I go to the supermarket, I always make anyone put their trolleys back in the trolley store. You know how like, like you just abandon it randomly? Yeah. 
I'm sure disapproves of loads of the things I do, but one of the things that he really hates is when we go shopping and I will take something off. I'm really sorry to anyone who works in retail who's going to hear this. I'll take a jumper off a stack and hold it up to see if I like it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll literally just put it wherever I'm standing. And I most things I'm really good about. There are two things that I know that I do that drive him bonkers. And one is that he's just like, why can't you put it back where it belonged? And I was like, I used to work in retail and it's really boring. This is going to give someone something to fold. So you're doing someone a favour, that's what you're saying. Well, yeah, but then he's like, oh, you're just that knob who can't be asked to put stuff back. And I was like, either way, I'm okay with it. Um, also, I when I play a record, which is really funny because I'm really protective of my records, but when I play a record, I just take it out and put it on top of a thing. We've got this shelf above our record player and then I get the next one out. And so by the end of the day, there's just this massive stack of records out of their sleeves. And he's like, why the fuck do you, why, why do you do this? Why did you, why do we have to live like this? And I'm like, because literally you cannot open a cupboard without shutting it. You'll empty half a dishwasher. Like there are so many things that I just deal with on the day to day. And I, for some reason in my head, this is my crusade. And I just can't be asked to put the records back in their sleeves. So I'm just not going to. And everything else I do, I go around and I shut all the cupboard doors after you've been around. And I re-empty the dishwasher and I do most of the stuff. But the records is my hill I'm going to die on. Also, I just, I'm not folding, folding a jumper. I just drive them. I know. I know. Oh, do you remember when you used to go to Benetton? And everything yeah. just so amazingly folded. I'm sure that's where it started because there's no point in you refolding a jumper that you've tried on from one of those stacks mm-hmm. because it's not going to be... Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you'd you probably do it, right? Hmm. The majority of I like of doing it so that when I refold it, you can see, you can still see, like, if it's got a motif or a pattern, you can still see that, like, so it all matches. Oh, look nice. We're, we're very different beings. I used to so, work with Woolworths. I told you this, didn't I? I used to stack shells for Woolworths one Christmas when I was, like, 16. I was in the chocolate section. Pick and mix. Yeah. And because it was only a temporary job, I had someone else's name. I had Alma. Alma. Yeah. Uh, I used to have to go up a really creepy um, paternoster. No, paternoster lift. Is that right? Paternoster lift? What? A paternoster lift. You know, those lifts that don't have any doors that just keep going round. I've no idea. I feel like you started speaking in a different language. Paternoster. Google it. A paternoster lift right it is the worst thing google it i'm just putting some lip balm on paternoster paternoster yeah allow access images roman catholic church the lord's prayer no what are you doing a lift consisting of a series of linked compartments moving continuously on an endless belt yeah you just have to get on and off i'm looking at images there's no doors oh no it is the scariest that doesn't look 
it's not they don't think they're allowed anymore yeah and I always used to worry because the top floor where I used to have to go to get stuff was at the top the top bit and I said like, what happens if you go over the top of the paternoster no but I, how do you oh what you have to get off at the top that was where I was because going then it flips right yes but I needed to get to the top floor that's where they kept everything have you googled if someone gets uh, it's not so they're not so and it was the creep I'm googling what happens if someone goes over the top Oh, hang on, they've got a diagram. Oh, no, you just go to the side. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it goes like this, Gemma, look. It goes like this. Oh, okay. It oh, doesn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, otherwise, like, eight people would have died within the first week. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, yeah, that's awful. God, when were you? 1800s. Look, there's a picture of a woman getting on a paternoster lift. You just get in. And it doesn't stop. It's a bit like a chairlift at the at the ski resorts. I mean, practical. Yeah. How, how dangerous are they? They're just very disconcerting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I find escalators, you know, escalators where they're like clear at the sides yeah, and they like float in the air. Uh, I find them quite disconcerting. So I can see that that would be. So this is, um, the Paternoster is definitely the most dangerous type of lift, says Rhineland, one of Germany's main elevator safety overseers. It doesn't have any doors and it never stops. It's easy to imagine a situation where one would lose a limb. <laughs> I mean, you should know. It's your that's in your remit. You shouldn't have to imagine it. It's either happened or it hasn't. Um, so you were telling us about your your paternoster at Woolworths. Yeah, and I used to stack the chocolate, and I used to get really annoyed because I used to start work. But I used to go straight from school, and I was doing my edible. So I used to start work probably about half four, and the store would close at six, and then I would work till eight. Like really, so you had to stack the shelves and I'd get really angry so I'd come down with my boxes of celebrations on the paternoster right and then with my little crate and everything else and put it out um so you'd get it all nice and lined up on the shelf and then someone probably you me would come and just like start messing up your display just to really get me across didn't it then give you something to do <laughs> no I had that to do I had to get lots of chocolate down on the world's most dangerous lift I had enough going on okay. well that's the thing it's just when I worked in retail I got bored but then I'm like well folding something is always better than not folding something if you're bored little did I know that somewhere it's an angry it's an girl angry Alma. dangerous lift Alma risking life and limb to get the chocolate supplies out that would exactly be me. I'd pick it up, look at it, decide I didn't want it, having moved slightly down the aisle. And I remember I went for a... Did they have Dulcies in London, the shoe shop? Yeah. I went for an interview at Dulcies when I was about 15, 16. And at the time, it didn't seem like a lot of money. They were paying £2.50 an hour. When was that? Because I don't think the they 80s. had... Mid 90s. Nine, early, mid-90s. I don't think they had... 
a minimum wage if you were 16 or under no they didn't and I but then when I was 13 and I worked with horses I got three pounds 75 an hour well I remember saying to them they went through the interview and I got the job like obviously and um I said they they said to me would you like the job and I said how much is it bearing in mind at the time my parents were paying people my age in the fish and chip shops six pound an hour right so it's two pound fifty an hour <laughs> and went, are you talking no thank you I, I don't want the job and they went why I said I'm not, I'm not I don't you know smelly feet I can cope with if it's like five or, or an hour more not two pounds six or fifty whatever it was no thank you no thank you it's not for me not and that's called I'm gonna do it. that's called knowing your worth <laughs> it totally is called knowing your worth I I'd have been like okay and then just not showing up for work um <laughs> I used to work at this chippy not my mum and dad's every Friday night um and I'd get there at five and they only opened five till seven every Friday and lunchtime. Lunch times, 10 till 12, and Friday, five till seven. So I used to walk from school and um, the it was like down like a real typical man, it was like Combination Street. So it was, it was exactly like that. And it was on like a corner, the end like terrace of the row. And it's like a really traditional fish and chip shop. And I get, got there and there's a son, a, a, a mum and son used to run it. And I was about 16 and um, he and he used to run it as well with his wife, or three of them used to run it. He used to get there and they used to give me a Southern Comfort. Oh, <laughs> away, amazing. Yeah. I used I think to they used to pay me like a five pound an hour. It was great. I got like, and then my, my boyfriend used to pick me up from the chippy and I smell amazing of odour chips. Um, I'd already had a couple of Southern Comforts and then we'd go off to the pub and I'd spend all of my money that I'd earned at the chippy. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. I, I, I used to work in a pub and then uh, they asked me to read the pub quiz <laughs> and to pay me for the extra time, they would just bring me a massive glass of white wine. And I, it's just used to, I just used to get slightly hysterical. It was just like, I just remember one time my sister was helping me in the kitchen and I was reading the pub quiz and she slipped. And I'm one of those people who just finds people, other people falling over absolutely hysterical. <laughs> my sister slipped and nearly dropped something. Slipped and nearly dropped something. And we had to have a pause in the middle of the pub quiz because I was absolutely insensible. What's been your positive of the week, Chippy? Oh, uh... God, it takes me by surprise every time, doesn't it? I, do you know what? I really enjoy oh, I feel bad in case I'm missing out something major. <laughs> um, I did... I think last week I told you, everyone, that my positive was about buying all the books. Was that right? Mm-hmm. And they took ages to arrive, and then they arrived all in one go, and it's lovely. I've got this huge reading pile now, but... For ages on my other podcast, I'd resisted doing a story about my favourite author. And last week I did it and I really enjoyed doing all my reading and my researching about it. And that was my positive for the week. It's how my good old 
background read about the disappearance of Agatha Christie? Mm. What's your positive of the week, Gemma? I have got wolves. Oh, that is a positive. In my kitchen. I've got no wolves in my... No, that's not right. Um, I've got wolves. Um, oh, I'm doing this thing called Seven Days of Progress, which is really helping. Yeah, that looks good. Um, little things. Launder a little bit about seven. seven. <gasps> Positive for the week. Oh. The journal's been published. Oh, yeah. Oh. Work. <laughs> She's just dropped the phone. Um, I'm such a nightmare to work with. I'm such a nightmare. It's another bestseller. Oh God, it's hard. That's boring old news, isn't it? The journal's been published. I'm really excited about it. Gemma's not excited about it anymore because she's only excited about it for about two minutes and then she's on to the next thing. Whereas I'm always like really calm about it until it's published and then I'm really excited by which time you've moved on. That's good. That means we spread our efforts. It's spread. I know, but it's really exciting. No, it is. It is exciting. It is exciting. Someone bought me a very nice plant. Did she? Yeah, a lovely plant. So congratulations. That's nice. I know. I know. But I am more excited about my walls. I got you personalised biscuits. Oh god, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> up this this parcel right and there were these beautiful biscuits which i actually did eat on my own in bed one Look, night. you have to eat them on your own and um um i opened it up those biscuits and it said congratulations or something didn't it yeah see kiss 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 now okay should i tell you what went wrong <coughs> what? they had those and i always think of you in your next leather jacket and a dress for me, that's like autumnal gem. Yeah. The transitional gemma. Yeah. And <laughs> so they had the choice of personalised leather jacket biscuit mm. or non-personalised fish and chips biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept putting both in my basket. I couldn't decide. And couldn't decide. So then I, you have to write the note. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just put something like this in my note. Yeah. And then I'd be like, right, go away for, for five minutes. Go away. Stop looking. Come back and choose. Bam, something goes. But I didn't change my notes. So then I didn't put my full name. So I'm looking at thinking, okay. I've got a stalker. I've, one or two things is happening here. I could have a secret admirer called Charles or Crispin. Charles Edouard. Okay. I've decided. Charles Edouard, a nice Frenchman. Okay. Um, a French admirer. Uh, and so I actually took a photo of it and sent it to Jiffy going, who do you think these could be from? And then as I hit send, I was like, oh, probably from Jiffy. <laughs> Please well, got to find Jiffy's name. It begins with a C. I don't know anyone whose name begins with a C. Oh. I don't know anyone. Yeah, so they were very nice. So that's a positive. I'm getting walls. Now that is good. We might not be around it's to really haunted. next week because we might have run out of petrol and I might be stuck somewhere. Try and get stuck at home is my you can see it coming. 
I mean, you can see it coming. If you, if I get a phone call from you being saying, I've, I've run out of petrol and I'm miles from home. I just want to like, sit there stubbornly going, well, I'm not walking. Why should I? I didn't cause this problem. I have tried. Um, to- no, we'll have we'll have sassy, sassy stories being like, I'm I'm fine. The hint of darkness around you, but like, it's not for me. I've called the cab. <laughs> I've left the car. The keys in the ignition. It's not my. I'm not interested. I'm getting a chauffeur. That's what would happen. Woman abandons car on side of road. Interview with Gemma Bray. There are lots news. of cars that have been abandoned by our road. It's shocking. Yeah, no. Where's Boris? Where is Boris? What's the point? He's not going to do anything, is he? He's, I mean, what, what would Gemma Bray do? i tell you exactly what Gemma Bray would do. She's doing it now, right before everyone goes. The thing that made me really angry, the thing that I find very triggering about the whole Brexit thing, though, is people keep sending me that title, that, that what's it called? Newspaper headline that says, Boris Johnson to talk to EU about immigration policy or something, agreeing, Im- and it's like working together with immigration, and it's like, what? Like joining up to talk about, Joining with the EU to talk about immigration. What a fucking genius idea that is. You should... Right. Amazing. Wait. Oh, she's getting something up on her phone. Really? <laughs> I'm really excited about how you... So it's, it's, a, it's a, a shout out to how bad my cold is that I'm ex- genuinely excited about how much you look like my book cover. Ready? Come and listen to my story about... Him. Oh, that's wrong. How do I... What are you Come trying to say? my story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, but he kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground came a bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Where's he gone? Black gold. Can you hear me? Texas tea. Can you hear me? Chippy. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to take a picture of you looking up my book. What Did you hear thing? my song? Carry on. I'm listening to your song. It's lovely. No, you, did you listen to the words? Of course I know that song. Did you ever... Did... Hang on. I just can't remember how to take a phone, a photo on my iPhone. Oh, no. <laughs> did you ever... Okay. You ready? Listen again. Be the part. Um, to my story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, but he kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting for some food. And up through the ground came a bubbling crude oil, that is, black gold. Do you not remember that program? I used to love it. I remember listening to this on Radio 2. This is the Beverly Hillbillies. That's what I, I have a, a lot oil. of memories that revolve around radio too when I'm little because when I was ill when I was little I used to get into my parents bed on my dad's side next to the electric radio the electric radio next to the radio alarm and it would be very quietly on radio too all day to keep me company and stop me going downstairs to annoy my mum and they always used to play like random songs like that do you know what I mean? Those songs that probably our kids will have now when the songs from the 90s come on and we're like, oh my God, this is a tune. 
And when I was ill, I used to have to sit on a sun lounger in the back of a fish and chip shop being fed fish, chips and peas to keep me quiet. Did you have a telly? Yeah. An old uh, 1970s sun lounger, you know, like the padded yeah. ones, like the big orange flowers. Was that quite nice? It was fucking freezing in the back of the chippy because you used to always have yeah, the door open so the smell of fresh fish went. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Good, good, good luck fuel hunting. Good, good fuel instead of good yule. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. fuel. Fuel, fueling. And I'm fueling. <laughs> I'm going to, that's the title. That's the title right there. And I'm I'll fueling good. You, you know how I feel. Etc. Say goodbye, Chippy. <laughs> oh no, you're frozen. Say goodbye, Chippy. Oh, bye. bye.